welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I am your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... As always, Wednesdays are for podcast. Okay. Like Wednesdays. 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 Guys, it's our 100th episode! It is! Can you believe it? 100. It's been two years this month. That we have started this wonderful thing together. Yeah. And we were talking oh, about going back in uh, other episodes. And there were episodes I legitimately forgot that we have done. Oh, just completely. So you guys, we're going to kind of do something new with our format. And we're going to keep to it. What we're going to start doing is our sponsor will always be talked about at the beginning. We're going to give a little intro as far as what we're doing with the this episode and then get into it. So, without further ado, Ace, Ace Spoken, a word from our sponsor. Calm your buddy down. Oh, well, that it's was a spoken, off key. It's a spoken word. That was so off key. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. It's, it's fine. It's forgiven. Um, guys, so as of today, as of the date, well, no, not as of today. <laughs> So, guys, just a heads up, we are recording this on Friday. So, So as of the date that this will be released on the 13th, you will have three, three more days for the 15% off sale. And that will be the end of the Christmas and fall bath bombs. Um, There will be something different this year as far as... I know I had talked about a website getting rid of Etsy. I'm kind of doing the opposite. I think for now I'm going to keep Etsy. So Instagram is always going to be the best source. See your BB, as in calm your body down. Etsy shop is always in the link in the bio and always search calm your body down on Etsy to find. But please take advantage of that 15% off sale. There probably won't be another sale for quite some time. Maybe not till the spring or summer. Um, so grab it while you can. Otherwise, the best deal will always be the three for 12. So, uh, thanks guys. Etsy, calm your body down. Really is a good deal. Yeah, really is a good deal. Calm your body down. Still off key. There we go. (laughs) Can't get my key on there today. You're like, (laughs) we're so close. All right, guys, so we mentioned last week that we were going to make this week's episode a surprise. Um, For our 100th episode, we have decided to just kind of be laid back, talk about our favorite past episodes, drink, because everything's better when you drink, and give each other some horror trivia after we talk about our favorite episodes. While drinking, this is going to be really funny because my mind does not work. (laughs) No. So, um, without further ado, to start off with our top three favorite episodes that we've done in the past, I'm still just in shock that this is our 100th episode. I'm trying to digest that in my mind. Fucking 100, man. I literally remember... Okay, guys, so here's our backstory. We should give them the backstory as to how we started this. Okay, here we go. Yeah, especially if we have any new listeners. Welcome. Um, yes, if you're, if you're new, please, please make yourself at home. Welcome. We're insane. Um, we're really happy that you're here. (laughs) Um, we kind of started talking about it. I know it was like, what was it? Halloween in 2018? Around that time. Yeah. And 
we would go to this restaurant and we would get drinks and we would we would talk about what we wanted to do for subject matter for uh the logo God, i remember when we sat down and really talked about what we wanted to do for the logo yeah like solid plan of how we were gonna pan everything out and how it was gonna come to be and i always wanted to do a podcast though i think um just like everybody <laughs> i mean it's okay there's gonna be a lot of inhuman noises tonight it happens uh i think just like anybody when joe rogan kind of set the precedence 10 plus years ago everybody and their mother was like you know if he makes this look so easy why can't i do it and then before you knew it everybody jumped on the bandwagon um and then it became not only just to have a podcast but then podcast developed into genres developed and then each genre had a certain format and so once you know obviously horror was going to take hold in the podcast world so you had you know your your horror movie podcast you had your true crime podcast you the had two your, biggest ones really you know that that was that was the two biggest genres in horror as far as podcasts uh went so um by the time we came together and decided that it was something that we wanted to do it had kind of all but flooded flooded the market both of those concepts had all but flooded the horror genre market and podcasting so we were like fuck it let's just do a little bit of everything to keep the a little bit of cryptids in my life i mean right a on. little bit of movies by my side I know, right? a little bit of true crimes all i need <laughs> a little bit of paranormal's what i see <laughs> um a little bit of haunted in the sun <laughs> she's like i got it i'm on a roll i'm done Are you sure Yes. I know, I forgot. I kind of forgot. A little bit of you makes me old man. Ah! <laughs> Hashtag inhuman noise. Well, that's what he does. I know. <laughs> no, Bobo never thought. Um, we didn't want to be like everyone else. We no. wanted to do something of our own accord where we had something for everyone. Not everyone likes true crime. Not everyone likes horror right. movies. Not everyone likes... But you have people who love true crime who hate horror movies. You have people who love horror movies who really aren't into true crime. Uh, you have people that are really hardcore into cryptids. Yeah. Into And that includes aliens. Into and... aliens, into science fiction, into... Yeah. So, uh... Took a little bit of everything. And it's nice when you're able to agree and disagree in a friendly format, in a friendly setting, and on everything, on a little bit of everything, and be able to explore a wide range of topics in all of those categories, as well as uh, interviews. So, I mean, that goes into some of our favorite episodes, too. I think this is a good segue into some of our favorite episodes, because I know some of my personal favorites have been interviews that we've oh, done. Yeah. And just as a side note, too, I feel like our dynamic works the way it does because of our age gap. I, I feel in the way we were raised. I think that the fact that we were both raised so differently 
Oh, for sure. And the fact that we're almost 10 years apart played a huge role. I can relate to a lot of people more my generation, but you can relate to a lot of people more your generation. Yeah, I have an old soul, so I can mm-hmm. kind of go both ways. And you have an old young soul. That makes sense. So the dynamic with us works really well because we don't always agree. And I love that we don't always agree. Because, yes, it's awesome to agree. But I love the debates where we're like, this is why I like this. But I know you don't like it. But Why do you, you know? I can walk away with an understanding of, I think, vice versa, too. I think even in movies that we've disagreed on, we can walk away with an understanding of why we disagreed. Exactly. We just talked about this, actually, before we started the podcast with the Ryan Reynolds version of Amityville (laughs) Horror um, that I actually liked. I don't think it was a great film. It was incredibly inaccurate. (laughs) But I liked it. And she didn't. And the beauty of that is, is for the reasons why I didn't like the movie, but ultimately did like the movie, are the same reasons why she didn't, if that makes sense. So, like, I totally get why you didn't like it. Every reason why you didn't like it is 100% valid. And every single reason why you like it is also 100% valid. And that is the biggest thing we've been able to play off of each other in the course of the podcast is for every reason that we've liked something or disliked something, there has always been a valid reason that we've been able to agree upon. And we have that... The reasoning we've been able to agree upon. Which is why I love having right. actual movie debates with people or, yes. you know, things like that. There are if f- they're actual debates, if you have valid things to debate that can be agreed upon. This be statement right now. <laughs> if you have valid things to debate. Do not. Because then it's not a debate, it's an argument. Don't go at people. We were literally Don't just talking about the difference. Yes. We were literally just talking earlier during dinner about the difference between a conversation and a confrontation. A debate and an argument are two completely different completely. things. <laughs> I think a confrontation be, I think and a conversation be... are two completely different things. I think this needs to be heard all over the country right now. Can we say yes? I think we can. <laughs> I think we can. And I think who's ever listening needs to pass this along. You know, confrontation, let's, let's have, conversation. Let's have a game of telephone and pass it along. <laughs> a to little less confrontation, a little more conversation, please. <laughs> a little less confrontation, a little more conversation, please. I love that fucking plug. All this confrontations. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm like, give me some more Elvis. <laughs> it's his birthday today, I think, isn't it? Aww. Is it his birthday? Is it today? really? I, I have no idea. Like, oh no, I don't know enough about. I love it. I love a lot of Elvis songs. I have actually been to Graceland, um, but I'm like, how do I not know? I was a little kid too. Yeah, today's his birthday. Oh hell yeah! Yes, sir. Weird. Born in Tupelo, Mississippi. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he died the year my husband was born. In 1977. Do you think? Do you think? Actually, that's funny because we mentioned him in the last podcast when we were talking about the lodge. Because Riley Kehoe is his granddaughter. Riley Kehoe is his granddaughter. So if you kind of look at her in like side profiles, you see him. Absolutely. Because her mom, Lisa Marie, favored Elvis more than 
Priscilla. I oh, mean, for she sure. looks a little bit like Priscilla, but definitely favored Elvis more than more than Priscilla. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's why we have the dynamic. That yeah, we have because, because you can have valid reasons for both sides of the spectrum. And sometimes you can even persuade the per um sway the person the other direction because this one if the arguments are valid enough the witch now <laughs> you did that with me with unfriended too i did I that with take, you with the whole child's play series i had to take yes <laughs> i had to take well because i had to watch curse and cold you did I had to give Curse and Cold a shot. I had shot. to convince you to watch Curse you and Cold. You had to convince me to give Curse and Cold a shot because I was like, if they're anything, <laughs> if they are anything, like Bride or Seed, I'm not watching. You're like, no, I'm we're done with this. Because Bride, I was like, oh, okay. But again, see, I understood but Seed, why. I, but Seed, I was like, that's no! why I told you because your and reasoning as like, to why I was like, to you watch. need to, they go back. And they go back. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. That happened with The um, Witch. You saw Oh, yeah, I went back and watched The Witch again, and I was like, oh, God, I love. I also, in my defense, the very first time I watched The Witch, I watched an absolutely terrible copy of it. And you couldn't and understand And I couldn't understand saying. anything, and there were no subtitles, and it was very dark, and I couldn't see anything, and low-key, uh, Black Phillip was hot. From the waist up, and then I was like, wait, bitch. Uh, from the waist Don't down, forget. He's a goat. Ew. Uh, <laughs> like, ew. It's devil. Ew. ew. It's are ew. ill. I'm like, we can't ew. It's just all ew. Devil um, is ill. And then unfriended. Because I hated unfriended. I was like, I don't get this. I don't, I don't get this teeny bopper shit. What is happening? And then we talked about it and you were like, honey, you're supposed to hate everybody in the movie. <laughs> That's the whole point. And then I was like, oh. And then I went back and watched it again. And I was like, I I like this movie. <laughs> I was looking like way too far into it. And you were like, no. It is one of the most surfacey films you could ever You're watch. You're supposed to hate everybody. They're fucking awful They're people. They're awful people. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> got it. This fucking movie. You're like, also like, again. And can I just say for the record, the sequel with the dark web, that was low pretty key, good. I actually liked it. Also, movie. though, just pretty I feel like you didn't enjoy it as much either because I saw it in the theater and watching a film that's completely done on a computer screen in a theater, which was a brand new concept at the time, yeah. was incredible. Excuse me. I will say, I think I did go back and watch it on a laptop, which was really fucked up. And I Watching yet, it on a laptop's pretty sweet. I've had yet to do that with Host, and I'm, I kind of don't. Do that. In the dark with your headphones on. No. Trust me. What is Just wrong do it. With you? You'll hear background noises you didn't even know were there. It's, it's, it's great. You're trying. She's trying really hard, guys. She's going to do it. Just <laughs> make me have a Guess mental, who else gave you an appreciation for the second Freddy? Guys, listen. <laughs> I can pers I can I can sway. I'm a uh, very charming. Literally everybody though, if you don't like the second Freddy movie, just go back and watch it again and realize that it's a gay horror. Also film watch really what is that? Amazing, Sweet enjoyable Sweet Dreams. Watch that. That, that is, will give you the uh, absolute uh, appreciation for the second Mark Patton. 
yeah. Mark Patton's documentary on Shudder about uh, him basically at the time, he was somewhat closeted. Um, that movie all but outed him. And it was during a time even well into the <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s that in horror and just other movies in general, there were still a lot of uh, gay slurs. There were still a lot of prejudice. There was still, it was still going on. And Freddy was a bit, was not even a bit, that that's an understatement, was scarring for him. Um, he later had a lot of health issues. Um, he's better now. It's just a really great story. He was able to confront a lot of his quote unquote demons per se. It's, um, a real testament and he's appreciated the movie now more than ever. And, uh, it's really come out how so many male gay youths really needed that movie and appreciated that movie. And going back now as a queer person myself and watching it, I'm like, oh my God. This is the first gay horror film. This was a gay horror film. And it's incredible. It's so good. And the subtext and the fighting against, you know, the urges and, and Freddy is Wait. the urge. And it's the, the whole thing. It's every, you know. It's, you like women? I, what? <laughs> really? Um, Vagina, 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 with the chick that's in, um... Also, weren't, wasn't it a biracial lesbian couple as well? Yeah, it was a black woman and a white woman. <clears throat> that was very convincing, can I say. Because not many are convincing. And they were very Are you talking about convincing. the perfection? <sighs> anyway, um, so... Yeah, <laughs> so, in no particular order... We're going to talk about our favorite, our top three favorites, because it's hard to narrow down like one, two, three for sure. Right. So in no particular order, we're going to list our top three favorite episodes that we've done so far. So what are yours? Vecky? <laughs> Vagina, vagina, vegan. Vecky. Vegan. I would say one... Uh... The episode, the interview that we did with Danielle, one of the curator tours, tour guides of the uh, Lizzie Borden Museum Bed and Breakfast in Fall River, Massachusetts. She was a gem. She is a gem. She, she, yeah. It was such an amazing experience meeting her and, and being there and having her be our tour guide and walk us through and have all the history and completely change my opinion on the case and the story and Lizzie herself. Um, well, one thing about Danielle Graciously that, did the interview with us. And the yes. interview was so amazing and yes. so factual. Danielle and so has much. a way of it's, putting it in fact yes. without putting in her opinion. She walked you through, and let me tell you something, from two people that come from, uh, we, we are CSI 
Law and Order SVU, uh, Criminal Minds. We are Criminal Minds. We are. Kimmy, you're fucking funny. Look, look. <laughs> me and this girl right here, we come from the background of all those shows. So the Snapped, fact that Dateline 2020. All of bitch. them. All of them. She walked it through just like that. She did. Like at 8.05 p.m. We were in this room. and Come to this room. This, come I to this mean, room. It was like nothing that I had ever experienced before in my life. Completely changed everything that I ever thought, that I ever knew. Because you're there. You're actually there. You are physically walking through one of the most famous crime scenes in history with someone that knows it up, down, back and forth on all sides. And if you guys have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it. I encourage you to to tell other people to listen to it who are interested in the Lizzie Borden story, who may have seen a few movies, who think they know the story, who have formed an let opinion. Me, you don't. Let me tell you, you have no opinion <laughs> until you listen to what this woman says and the actual factual history and get every bit of the story and then form your opinion. Because movies don't do it justice. There's really only been one movie that was somewhat accurate. Um, the rest of the movies take on their own artistic... Uh, prowess if you will and it's whatever but you know they're still good movies that's that's not taking away from that but she gives you the real history um another one of my favorites is the interview that we did with uh hank and luelon the producer and director of the unfamiliar a film that came out last year south african directors australian produced that um one of their first horror films it was absolutely brilliant i loved the concept behind it they were so gracious to reach out to us to want to do an interview with us and the interview was so powerful and there was such a connection and the discussions about ptsd in relation to not only myself but my father who was in war and i got to share that and there's base there's touches in the movie about war and ptsd and hauntings and signs and all different things um listening to your intuitions listening to your children listening to your family um all these different things that were personal to me that i was able to share not only with our fans but with them and they were just so gracious and so wonderful and it was such a comfortable conversation and a really i was so proud of that episode it actually almost felt like we were talking to people we'd known for years yeah that's what i was very like. very proud of the episode i really hope they do more horror films because as soon as they do i want them back on the podcast i immediately want to do another interview i absolutely greatly admire both of them so much um and then i would say my third favorite my third favorite solely because i think i had more fun on this episode and it was one of our earlier ones and we just i just remember laughing so <laughs> fucking hard was our waverly hills episode and it's the first one we did it's not, not the, the one, one after we investigated no okay. so we did two if you guys remember there was one that we did earlier on uh last the year before actually I was believe. that the jesus cheese episode that oh was the my jesus god episode. that's why i laughed so fucking hard it was the most <laughs> hysterical episode. It was so fucking funny. It was one of our earlier ones. 
it was like Jesus, it was Jesus. like still when we even had Waverly Hills on our bucket list like we didn't we like knew we were gonna go but like that year the tickets had already sold out we like waited too long whatever whatever it was uh 2019 and then in 2020 we booked it early we got to go so then we did the episode after we had visited and told about our experiences which were so fucked up um i'm not laughing at that but i'm laughing that at that first episode <laughs> jesus cheese just guys go back and listen to it it's an early one it was like i think the summer of 2019 we did that episode it was it was the first year uh, we did the, the podcast we did year we did the podcast it was that yeah. summer of 2019 i believe that maybe august. i think it was july or august uh, july or yeah. august it was really fucking funny um <laughs> i absolutely love that episode it's one of my i went back to prep for the one that we did post visiting i went back and listened to that first episode and and fucking laughed my ass off it was it was hysterical especially because i love that we were on two separate pages whoa two separate pages with the jesus i thought cheese. you were gonna say two separate paisleys and i was gonna go brad <laughs> alcohol girl get out of my fucking head <laughs> when i got you in trouble in high school i know that whole fucking song i don't even want it y'all i'm dead i'm dead I'm killing so many people out there that are like, this bitch likes Brad Paisley. Yes, the fuck I like Brad Paisley. Alcohol. Let me tell you something, though. Whiskey Lullaby. I will never not cry when I listen to that song. Don't bring up that song right now. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's so, not the um, time. Not the time. Not the time. All right, so my favorite three, uh, one of them was the one with Danielle from the Lizzie Borden house because I have dreamed about going to that house since I was a kid. I remember when um, I first heard about the story, you know, a friend was like, Lizzie Borden took a, wa took a wax. She took a wax. And then she gave her mother 40 axes. Yep. Which mm. I feel like is an over excessive mm -hmm. amount of axes, but you know, you never know when you need them. <laughs> It's like might Minecraft. Run out, it's like run out of axes. It's like Minecraft. It has a it has a date where it expires and then you need a new one. Um, I had dreamed about going to that house since I first heard about it. I did a bunch of research. I let me tell you something. I had researched this story since I was like thirteen. I am now twenty seven. We went to the house when I was like twenty six, twenty five. Everything I thought I knew was wrong. Everything. We actually had planned Same. to do the podcast about the Borden house right after, but we both agreed to wait because we needed to sit on the information that we got and present it in a truthful way, which is why Danielle agreed to come to come on because she, we actually developed a really cool friendship with her and we're both still friends with her. And I think she's one of the best people. She's so nice. Very, very intelligent. Um, but yeah, that episode really opens eyes for people who don't really know, who who even, and it's not saying that you're ignorant, it's you, you think that you know this story until you hear everything she has to say, and it's completely, it, it, it blows your mind how much you didn't know about it. And this is someone who has studied this story for how long has she been working there? Like eight, nine years? Something exactly. like that? Exactly, yeah. So she's been researching this for years. This This girl knows her stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so if you guys haven't listened to that episode, if you're new, um, please go back and listen to that episode. It's at the Lizzie Borden house with Dan, our friend Danielle. Um, amazing. Second favorite, I would have to say, is probably the Dr. Vidka episode that we did with him about the Salem, about basically the history of Salem. Now, Dr. The town itself, yes. the witch trials and whatnot. Now, Dr. Vidka is the guy that we did the ghost tour with when we were in Salem. The best tour you could ever do uh, if you're in Salem, yes. Massachusetts. Not, that's not even pretty good. 100% recommend. Yes. It's an understatement. Um, he's absolutely incredible. He's so nice. He loved Chucky. He had to get a picture with Chucky. And he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, he is. Um, I mean, I don't think you would get anybody better that knows the history of Salem than him. And I don't just mean the witch trials, which is the majority of the reason why people go there, but I mean the history of the entire town itself. There is so much history in that town i mean just new england itself it's our original 13 colonies it's where the original english settlers built their their village into the new world uh their new world not not it wasn't all the people already lived here um (laughs) it's a whole other story uh but i mean there is you feel it in the ground you walk on you really do there you feel it especially during that tour during that tour when Uh, he takes you to all those specific places the cemetery the the homes the the peabody museum the connections with hp lovecraft there is a lot to soak in with that entire town and he He had me legitimately freaked out about the uh hill what is that place called it's not Golgotha because my head's like it's Golgotha. That's Bible. No. <laughs> um, it's uh, the uh, uh, the uh, hill Gallows Gallows, Gallows hill. hill Gallows Hill. He the, uh, he would tell us about it, but he's like, if you accused go, and condemned, yeah. were were hung during these. Sandwich he's like, trials. if you guys want to go, I have no I'm desire. not going with you. I have like no he desire. he won't go up there, and that had me looking at Becky like we're not going. <laughs> Well, I think a lot of people would assume as a witch myself that it would have been something that would have interested me, but I don't. Right. Um, I, I, practiced, feel like I practice witchcraft, but as my religion, I am Gnostic. I'm a Gnostic Christian, and none of the people that were that were killed, in my opinion, during that time were practicing witches. These were all... <clears throat> People who loved God, who were systematically uh, condemned, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, for no reason, to, for for absolutely no reason. Basically, the satanic panic no of it, it absolutely was. <laughs> um, like... And these uh, during the 15th century and 15th, 16th centuries, and it just is is a sad tale. And I would never wish it on anyone. And I have no desire to go there. Uh, there's there's just. I feel like, you know, even there's him, so much him sadness. About it, They're just, I just, I, felt... I feel like something's actually evil up there, though. I really do. Oh, I'm sure evil because there's anger, but there's yeah. a sadness, but there's a anger begets evil. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of angry, evil energy 
there. Uh, these people were wrongfully condemned. That was, there was no reason that these people should have been murdered. These weren't, these weren't martyred witches. These were innocent, God-fearing family pe people trying to raise a family and there was no reason. Um, a group of very bored girls, <laughs> you know, and uh, it just, it's a very sad thing. But the history <clears throat> of the entire city itself is absolutely incredible and you feel it. And he's an incredible historian. Um, I mean, it's a ghost tour, you know, you buy into that. But really, if you want a true historical tour of the town of Salem, Massachusetts, hands down, it's Dr. Vicka, like, all the way. If you want ghosts in Salem, go to the Hawthorne Hotel. You'll find ghosts. You'll find if you plenty. want ghosts in Salem, you'll find ghosts in Salem. Don't I'm worry. just, you know, even if you go through Dr. Dr. Vitka's tour, you may find ghosts. Right. But I'm saying if he you has want, said if you want some history, yeah. if you want some 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 true history, he's gonna give you the facts. Yep. You want ghosts, you'll find ghosts. Don't They'll worry. come to you. Don't worry about that. They'll, they'll find, find you. ghosts. You'll you will have no problem finding ghosts. We had no problem. Yeah, no. They <laughs> no problem. My third favorite episode would have to be our Mansfield episode where we, not when we talked about the history, when we talked about what happened as far as um, experiences God, that we had. Because let me tell you something. My favorite place that I've been to haunted wise is the Lizzie Borden house only because of obvious reasons. Second would easily be Mansfield. Same. I, I... Same. That experience, especially when we got to talk to one of the ladies that worked there for like an hour and we just talked about it and she, the passion that for that place that she just, you radiated off of her. Yeah. She loved it. Yeah. And how much we experienced there. That was, even though the Borden house was our first technical haunts, that was our first overnight where we got to stay up. And really like explore, explore a and, giant old prison. And you attacked me, and, and I never. <laughs> okay, look in my defense. Um, that was so funny. I had a full blown experience where I actually felt a prisoner, and I got one of the worst cases of vertigo I think I've ever felt in my life. And thank God Casper was there. Because I would have probably fallen down. So, guys, steps. listen listen to this shit. So, I'm going to tell you how it looked at from my perspective. So, we were like, have we been over? I said, have we been over here? And she said, no. And I'm like, okay. So, I'm on my merry way. I'm walking down the steps. And I'm ready to go. All of a sudden, I turn around and she's not there. And I'm like, the fuck? So, I started walking back. And she was standing. This fucking freaked me out. She was standing in the doorway frozen like what like literally looked i fucking thought you were possessed for a second i felt like i was paralyzed i could not move i thought you were possessed for a second and i was just like oh lord jesus what <laughs> like, not today. whoever is here please, please leave let's not do this right now um and i was like are you okay and she she goes i need to sit down and i was like sit sit <laughs> please sit. I just sit down then that's fine. so she sat down and she said i i got dizzy and come to find out she had just felt something 
when we first got there, though, and we had just gotten into the cells. Yeah. You connected with something. I don't know. Like, we were both connecting with, like, everything because empaths and the ghosts were like, oh, my God. Hi. Uh And we were like, wait. It's literally the worst. But something literally got a hold of you because you started to cry. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of just said fuck all to everything else that was going on. And I said, if you want to leave, we will walk out of this place right now. And you were like, no. (laughs) Yeah, I I did not want to leave at all. You um, can, I think you connected with a boy. So I think you there, connected with a younger boy. You know, if you guys go back and listen to it, the history of the Ohio uh, Reformatory, the Mansfield Reformati- Reformatory, Ohio State Reformatory, Mansfield, Ohio. Uh, it was originally for young men, some as young as 15, 16 years old, to go for petty crimes to ultimately be reformed. They were given a Bible in each cell. They were on work duty. To ultimately stay for a few months to a year to be reformed to learn a trade and then be released. Well, once the state took over even more so and prisons became local county jails became overcrowded, they started shipping more people to these smaller prisons and Mansfield unfortunately became involved in that. So some of these young men that were there at the time were housed with really hardened criminals, much older than them. And... um it was a real detriment. Um, it became overcrowded. It was, uh, there were, there were. Oh, you mean like every other, like reformatory, every other, one, every other place? Like every other one. It was less of a reformatory and more of a, this had nothing to do with reforming you or rehabilitating you. You were housed here till you served your time for whatever you did. And either you got out or you didn't get out. It was, it was one or the other. So there was just mayhem. There were suicides. There were beatings there people were thrown in the hole there it just was everything so i think whatever i i think i specifically connected to and i i don't know one by name specifically but i definitely connected to a young prisoner that was there um because what i was feeling was someone that kept, I kept hearing over and over and over, I don't belong here, I don't belong here, I don't belong here. And I still, even to this day, distinctly remember that to what I connected the dots in believing that that was a very young boy that was there for something very petty, maybe stole a pack of gum kind of thing. Stealing a gas can or something stupid like Casper said, just something dumb, something very petty, something very minor. And he kind of came in at the same time of this transition of the overcrowding and then sending more hardened prisoners there. And he was treated just as badly as these other hardened prisoners. And he's like 15, 16 years old. And that is what I was feeling. I kept constantly hearing this. Why am I here? I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. You you kind of scared me because I was like, are you okay? Because you're not. I was very much. That's why when we left and you have to make sure you do this as an empath, if you're aware that when you go into places like that, that when you feel something that deeply with the spirit, when you interconnect with the spirit like that, you better make sure you immediately do a cleansing and a detachment once you leave, because that spirit will come with you. Yep, it will. You will carry that energy with you. That spirit will follow you. 
That's so why we did it right after. We immediately afterwards did a, did a cleansing. We did that at the boarding Sage, house because those everything, kids. Those kids. Immediate de detachment. Those kids attach more to you. So you want to make sure you don't carry yep. anything away from that place, whether it be an energy or the actual spirit themselves. Because sometimes you may not carry the actual spirit. They may not be ready to leave that place. But you will carry the energy of that spirit. And that will just completely drain you. Yep. You have to cleanse. Always. We do it before and after. We yeah. do it. We do it to open ourselves up before. Right. And then we do it after to make sure whatever is attached to us, you know, stays where it's supposed to stay. Because just like she said... The little, the kids that we experienced at the boarding house, the little boy was very skittish, but he connected more to her, but he was skittish. He he didn't want to come around. He was there, but he was just kind of like, poked eh. his head in and out. The little girl was all over me. Like she, she, she was literally all over me. So she, uh, we, we cleansed afterwards cause I didn't want her to follow me home. Um, and or then, carry any of that energy. Right. Home. And same with the with, with Mansfield. You know, you didn't... You... We both connected to some shit there. I definitely we connected both to something, someone, for sure. So not only are you Was that before or after up, seeing that apparition? That was after, for me. The one during the tour is yeah. after. Um, not only are you opening yourself up when we do a prior... When we burn sage, say a blessing prior to entering these places, you're also, I, I mean, I, myself, there's a protection. Yep. So you're surrounding yourself with God's light. There's a protection that you're doing. So yes, you want to open yourself up, but you're also asking for respect and you're protecting yourself. Be very um, careful when you open yourself up. Don't just be like anything. No. Anything and everything no. can just come. Because anything and everything. Because though. anything, yeah. It's kind of like how they describe it in Insidious. You are When a you open yourself, it, everything hear, hears they you. They all hear you. And some things you don't want to hear. Yeah. You don't want it to hear you. Yeah. You don't. Trust me. Because they want... There are so it's many It's like, hey, spirits. all you people... Hey, all you people. Hey, all you people, once you listen to me. I just heard a person, not an ordinary person, an empath that opened themselves to us. <laughs> oh, man, you've got to try this empath. It's no ordinary <laughs> empath. It's the craziest empath in the sea. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You were feeling it. I was going with it. I was like, uh, I'm down. That's what the demons do. That's what they do. No, no, but they, but for real though. Not to be funny of it. It's no, that's, that's what that they was do. Hilarious. Hey, all you demons. Hey, all you demons. That was hilarious and incredibly accurate as well because they really do. <laughs> no, because I was going to say there are so many, not even so many, not even so much demons, but so many spirits out there that don't know they're dead that too yeah. or don't want to resolve the fact that they're dead or they're just fucking mean and or they're mad because they're dead and they are like you're alive and immediately they're like <laughs> boom 
Hey, hey, you, you live? You live? Cause I want, I want in on that. <laughs> I want in. How do I get in? How do I literally get inside <laughs> of you? Cause I, I'd be like, this is not sexual. Want... No, please. stop it. Ew. What? No. Ew. I'm like not that into you. <laughs> She's just not that into you. It's like, God, <laughs> no. Um, I just need to take over your body. Like, you understand. Um, I'd be like, wait, you going to send me on a good vacation? I mean, is it going to be a good one? Am I going to be out on a beach somewhere? I maybe in the middle of the forest? Standards. Because if you're going to put me in one of those places, we'll talk. Yeah, we have to talk. <laughs> There's some bargaining chips here. Just saying. Um, What's your name? <laughs> Who's your daddy? But it's for real. Rich like me. Now I'm like, okay, where where are we going? But yeah, those are my favorite three. So Alright guys, we're gonna do something fun. Um, we're gonna ask each other horror questions because we're both pretty buzzed right now. Yeah, and it's gonna I'm be pretty, uh Is this okay, that's yeah, that's I have no idea how many glasses of wine I've had. We've had a few. Um, So don't judge us on the answers because we're not exactly 100% right now. No. So, um, and also some of these are actually kind of hard. I didn't pull out the trivia. I don't think we can do trivia. Please don't. It's like, what was this person wearing? And and I'm like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) A goddamn parka for all I fucking know. A cardigan. I don't know. (laughs) A vest. It was Uncle. Their arms don't get cold. I don't know. All right, you want to go first? Okay, what are we doing? How do we do this? So there's two questions. Okay. Answers are on the back. Okay. <laughs> so just ask me both questions, and we'll just go card by card. And if you, okay, if Got you it. find one where you're just like, "Holy fuck, that's insane," then just don't ask. It. Okay. 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 This is gonna be awful. <laughs> I about showed you the fucking answers too. Like that. You're was... like <laughs> How did you know? Oh, because it's my superstar show. I bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That one almost sent me over the edge. Do you um, remember that? Yes, the more you I know, do. Because it's my super short show. That's why I said when you said it, that almost broke me. Um, okay. <sighs> so funny. Okay, I think this is a good one. Okay. Um, good Ash. Bad Ash. I'm the guy with the gun. Name the movie. Oh, it's an Evil Dead movie. <laughs> it's, it's one of them. There were only three. So, I have a 33.3% chance of getting this right. <laughs> Um, Army of Darkness. Yes. Yay! You know Yes. <laughs> Are we keeping track? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. Set in the year twenty four fifty five. We're all dead. Already, I'm not going. Oh, you will. Okay. Where does the film Jason X take place? Oh God. Uh, in space? Yes, that's okay. literally the answer. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god it's such an awful fucking movie. Um, Set in 24-55. Oh lord, she's lost me. This might be a little bit tougher. Okay. Um, what is the... 
even though it's a really fucking great movie. What is the name of the biological weapon used to kill the people through the water supply in the movie The Crazies? Oh my fucking god. Yeah, I was going to say this is a really... I haven't seen that movie since I went to Horror Hound like yeah. three years ago. Mm -hmm. What's it start with? A T. <laughs> I'm easy A. T, T, T. Marat Tyrant just sounds you're just you're just saying sounds. Um tourniquet. Right. Um no, it is Trixie. Yeah, no fuck. No. Like I said, that that's a fucking that was a that was way too tough. Okay. Ooh. Let's see how much you remember about Wes Craven. What 1988 film directed by Wes Craven centers around an anthropologist sent to ha Haiti to research voodoo? The Serpent in the Rainbow. Bitch! I mean, that was like... I was trying. The other question was way too fucking easy. Who is Kate Hunter known as? Oh, okay. I mean, I... Yeah. I, I mean, he also did that play Victor Crowley. So much. Yeah, he did. Mr. Crowley. Bear, <laughs> Um... Yeah, that's such a great fucking movie. That is too. a good movie. Bill Pullman. I highly recommend The Serpent. Absolutely. It's on Amazon Prime. Just saying. Wow, Amazon Prime has some gems. Yep. Good really job, do. Amazon Prime. Okay, this should be fairly easy. Uh, no. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, no, it's not. Absolutely not. Um, what 1999 film that co-star Samuel L. Jackson was about killer sharks in an underwater facility? Oh my god, the one with LL Cool J. He lives. That's like a really big giveaway. <laughs> you never I don't know if I've seen it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the entire horror community is like this bitch. It's uh give me just what is it? Deep Blue Sea. I haven't seen it. I Deep fucking Blue saw sea. it in theaters. I wasn't allowed to watch that I'm shit sorry. back then. I'm sorry. You know what 1999 was I six? <laughs> Bitch, you know what 1999? You know what 1999? I was six. I'm fucking. I'm sorry. I was out here watching South Park and shit. I'm so sorry. I that was hilarious. Okay, go ahead. I'm that's sorry. a that's a shirt. Did you know in 1999 I was six? <laughs> what? Uh, in uh, I don't know. I can't ask you a Jason question. Ah, oh, please don't. No. You, I don't know if you'd know this. Let's see. Who played the main character in the 1957 film I Was a Teenage Werewolf? God, now I have, I'm just a teenage <laughs> dirtbag, baby. Now I have that fucking What's actually really Song funny is that his head. name is very, very, very close to Cody Fern's name in Apocalypse. Very close. Oh my god, it doesn't help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. Because <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Um... Teenage Wasteland. I have no idea. I don't know. It's Michael Landon. 
Oh, son of a bitch. His I name in American Michael. Horror Story was Michael Langdon. Mike, Michael, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, Michael. I know who Michael Langdon I know who fucking Michael Langdon is. You're such a fucking asshole. Big time. Okay, uh, what actor stars in the horror comedy Shaun of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright? I feel like this is pretty easy. <sighs> it is fucking easy, and I don't remember his goddamn... See, this is why you've got red on you. <laughs> names. 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 What is his fucking name? Oh, I can literally see his face. <laughs> You're laughing. You're like, I've been drinking. <laughs> I can't fucking remember his goddamn name. Help. This was the easiest one on the card. This is the easiest the other, one. Stop it. Because the other one you would have not. Um, Simon Pegg. Oh my God. Fuck me in the asshole. I... <laughs> Names. Names. It was not half. Okay. It's kind of like that woman that's in La Llorona. Um, she's also in Endgame. She's in everything. And I'm like, is that the girl? Who's that girl? And Danielle's like, <coughs> it's the woman from, oh, yeah. Like, she's literally. I can't even remember her name right now. Um, <clears throat> in the 1985 film Cat's Eye, what creature attempts to steal the life out of a young Drew Barrymore? I ever saw that movie, but I think it was a panther. It was a troll. Oh, son of a bitch. They're the same. Alright, never mind. Talk yeah, louder. It's totally This is this is struggling. Oh, fuck, I'm this. sorry. Yeah, that's totally fuck. I said a panther. I never She saw was like I I <laughs> That was a good I guess. I was reaching hard. That um, was a good guess. Panthers and trolls, they can be the same. Okay, so there's two on this one. The other one on here is way too easy, so I'm not even gonna, because you'll know it immediately. Are you sure? Um, <laughs> oh, it's, hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play, name the movie. Every single Child's I Play. Mean, it's not even the first Child's Play, it's all of them. But anyway, go on. Okay, so the late the late Aaliyah starred in which 2002 movie based on the Anne Rice book series, The Vampire Chronicles? Uh, interview with a vampire? No, not that one. Oh. Fuck. The other one. With Stuart Townsend. And... My date with the president's mm -hmm. daughter. No, I'm just kidding. No. My mom's got a date with a vampire. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> what is that movie called? <laughs> Oh, the only one that's the interview with a vampire is the only one that can't. It's in my head. <laughs> no. Help. Queen the Damned. Fuck off. Are you serious? Yeah, that's my the one I'm You know, what's actually really funny is that I remember my friend pointing that movie out to me and being like, there's a bad one. Damned. Oh my god. That's That's actually pretty fucking funny. Everyone's like, I thought you liked horror. I do. I'm terrible at questions. Um, what 1990 movie involving a series of short horror films features performances by Steve Buscemi, 
Julianne Moore and Christian Slater. It's Buscemi, but that's okay. Buscemi, uh, yeah. Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore, and who? Christian Slater. And they were a series of horror films? A series of short horror films. Short horror films. It's an anthology. Was it Tales from the Crypt? You're so close. Tales from the Dark Side. Yep. <laughs> I was like, you're so close. I was like, it's one or the other. <laughs> it's one or the other because I fucking watched both. Okay, Tales from the Dark Side. Oh. Yes. Um, it's okay, I'm over here like... <laughs> Interview with the Vampire is the only vampire movie I can think of right now besides Twilight. Keep going. <laughs> okay, what movie is considered to be the sequel to the movie in American Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in Paris. Yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> You're like, I got it! What room number <laughs> was Danny Torrance I told died. to avoid in The Shining? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> just, a, I... just a simple... Fuck, I thought I had it. Now my brain... See, I told you. See, I told you. Interview with a vampire. It's the cop from Sinister. <laughs> Is it 234? Oh, 237. So close. You were three rooms off. <laughs> so close. <clears throat> <coughs> oh my god okay all right i'll read the other one on here because this one would have been too easy as a follow-up to your question it was all work and no play makes jack a doll boy in the movie um <laughs> definitely dr <laughs> almost said dr strange <laughs> um okay no seriously uh what series of children's horror books is written by author rl stein mm. Goosebumps? Yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> do you see that G forming? I was like, <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> uh, this film written by Quentin Tarantino about a gang of vampires in a bar was also made into a TV series. Name the film. Donna, or fuck. Uh, you're you're there, <laughs> Christ. Um, that little time before nighttime. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my that god, little oh my time god, before god, nighttime, oh and then that little time before daytime. Dust before dawn. From dust till dawn. From dust till dawn. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wonder. Yes. Thank I was you. like that little time before nighttime. From dust. To that even little the time movie, before daytime. Yeah, because I, I think I told you Robert Rodriguez. There was Robert Rodriguez, the El Rey Network, which is a yes. Spanish channel. Yes. Robert Rodriguez was directing the uh, From <clears throat> Dust Till Dawn series. Yes. That they decided to do on the channel. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. Great fucking movie. Um, I'm going to see okay. it in a minute. I need to wash up. Okay, this is, this is a good one. Oh, God. No, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. <laughs> Scream. <laughs> but that's such a great part. 
<laughs> That's what we said. <laughs> no, Mr. Griffin. Please don't kill me. I'll be a <laughs> Oh, her death my was, lord. Her death was amazing, too. Her death say. was amazing. <laughs> this is just for you. Thanks. Reverend Cotton Marcus participates in a documentary trying to expose individuals who fake being possessed in this 2010 supernatural horror film with a horrible ending. The last exorcism. I added that last part. <laughs> it didn't so say that. Fucking theaters did goddamn waste. What bullshit that was. Oh, that's a super easy fucking question. <laughs> Ah, okay. <clears throat> ah, this 1993 horror comedy starring a young Jennifer Aniston involves an annoying, vengeful creature who believes a family has stolen his. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Child's Play. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I think it's Leprechaun. <laughs> yes, that was a terrible. Terrible yes. accent. I don't yes. even know what the fuck that was. That's okay. Uh, I can't ask you that question. It's way too fucking easy. Um, what actor plays the character Jim Halsey in the 1986 movie The Hitcher? You might have met this guy. Uh, Rutger Hauer? Or, uh, oh, no. Uh, it's, no, it's the one he's chasing after. C. Thomas Howell. Yep. No, I have not yet met C. Thomas Howell. Oh, oh. Unfortunately. No, we used to come to Horror Hound a lot. I just... You know, we all used to go to Horror <laughs> I mean... <laughs> sounds like that was 80,000 years ago. Um, We all used to do Horror Hound and then Corona. I know. Probably won't be happening in March either. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, is that the character? Oh, okay. What is the name... What is the name of the character killed in the famous shower scene in the movie Psycho? Well, considering I just watched Space Motel for the sixth <laughs> time, I'm going to say Sam Loomis. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, bitch. Marion Crane. Yes. No, Sam Loomis was killed in Space Motel. <laughs> yes. Spoiler. <laughs> um. What was the profession of the main heroine in The Howling? Oh my god. I haven't seen The Howling in a the long original time, one. actually. Yeah, the 1981 <clears throat> Howling. Stop in the name of... I'm just gonna sing while you're... Thinking. A nurse? A TV news reporter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck! That's right! Because at the end, she gets... Huh. God damn it! This fucking thing was like, what is that noise? I'm sorry. She's okay. Guys, it She's is fine. a art piece that my mother bought me as a wall piece, and I've since taken it down from my living room to redecorate, and now it's in a space, and it... Anyway... Anyway, we're going to fucking... God damn it. It's been so fucking long since I've seen The Howling. And then you Same. said that. And at the very end, she goes on television and transforms into the fucking werewolf to yes. show people that they're real. Yes. Spoiler alert. The movie, I, I feel like a 1981 movie, movie is, is no longer 40 spoiler alert. Years old. Yeah. I, think you, um, I think you should have seen it by now. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, tell me why. I have to sing the fucking song. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. What? <laughs> what 2010 psychological horror film contains a son that Astral projected into a realm called the? <laughs> you said 2010. My brain was like, "What? Where are the phone now? calls coming from in the movie when the stranger calls? When a stranger calls, <laughs> <laughs> they're coming from inside the house. Is that what the question says? I swear to God." Where are the phone calls coming from in the movie? Oh, I thought it said who was on the phone. Like, no, what? No. I was like, no. the answer is in the question. <laughs> They're coming from inside the house. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. The Twilight Zone-esque Netflix series that taps into our collective unease with our modern world and the dangers of advanced technology. Black Mirror. I feel like we're living in that <laughs> so we are. That's why right they now. didn't make us. This is season seven. Year. Yeah. It is right now. Um Christian Bale, Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale, Christian Bale. Okay. What holiday themed movie featured a crazed miner and a pickaxe? My bloody Valentine. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say because they did it there was an original and a remake. So. I was like, Minecraft. <laughs> No. Oh my god, do you imagine a horror film made oh, Minecraft as? My fucking god. It would make there's creepers, zombies, Endermen that are based off of Slenderman. Slenderman, not Slenderman. Slenderman. I was like, what? What state does the film 30 Days of Night take place? Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Okay, I am so sorry, guys. That was fucking um, That about set me over the edge, and I died for like half a second. So I'm back now, and we're good. All right. I could, that's way too fucking easy. Who was Tiffany? Um, what Clive Barker movie focuses on monsters who inhabit the underground city of Midian? Uh, is it, uh, I'm taking a wild guess. Is it Hellraiser? Nightbreed. So you're right. It was a Hellraiser movie, but it was Nightbreed. So you're not technically wrong. I, I don't like seen, that series. I haven't seen so Nightbreed I'm... in a really long time either, so. Alright. <clears throat> okay, this is a pretty easy one. What are the three simple rules for taking care of a mogwai that must never be broken in the movie Gremlins? Don't feed it after midnight. Yes. Don't get it wet. Yes. And don't let it in the sunlight because it will kill them. Bright light. Bright light. Well, sunlight, bright light, yes. Well, sunlight kills them, but they don't like bright lights at all. Right. What snack is Tallahassee searching for in zombie <laughs> land? Twinkies! Motherfucking Twinkies! <laughs> Double tap! <laughs> Love it. This is an easy one, but it's one of our favorites. What 2014 movie involves a story of two siblings battling a supernatural mirror? Oh my god. Oculus. Thank you. <laughs> you were like, what? 
my brain was like Paranormal Activity 3. Because Bloody Mary and, you know, Katie and Christy. And then I was like, no. (laughs) No. I was like, this is one of our favorites. Um, I love, oh my god, I want to watch that. Like, right now. Right now. Literally right now. Yes. Um... <laughs> this is fucking great. Psycho was the first American film to show what? I will actually be very shocked if you know this, but it's very fun trivia. The first American the film? The first American film to show what? Blood? A toilet. A toilet? A toilet! That's really cool trivia. Because of the bathroom I, scene? I guess so. Oh my god. Because there is blood going down the drain, but I was right. like, wait, no, there's been blood shown in... A toilet. Wow. Because sometimes it goes... I would have never... Down the toilet. Known that, ever. I never would have known that. Um, The female lead in this film finds herself followed by an invisible force after sleeping with... It follows... (laughs) After sleeping with follows... (laughs) It follows... It follows... Ooh... Which franchise has the most sequels? <clears throat> Hellraiser or Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. Yep. <laughs> because just, there's almost 13 of them. Because they literally never stopped. Yes. What What 2014 film is based on the Hasbro board game? Ouija. Correct. Ouija. Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow wow that's wow, easy wega. it did it again uh which franchise has the most sequels nightmare after halloween i'm not asking that because that's easy as fuck yeah but... um oh oh which franchise has the most sequels saw or children of the corn oh. yeah When was this game made? I, I feel like that actually makes... I stopped with Children of the Corn after a while. Oh my god. Okay, this was made in 2018, so it actually doesn't matter. Saw. Nope. It's Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. Fuck. Yep. God damn it. Yep. I second guess myself and should have said, should have said Children of the Corn because they did a remake too. To be completely honest with you, I honestly would have like said Saw too. Many. I there's thought so there's many. eight Saw movies. Oh I would have never thought there were... They made more. It was like... Ten. I've only seen like the first three children Same. of the corn and, and that's the it. remake and it Oof. you're not missing anything. Um No <laughs> What two thousand and nine film followed a family who adopted a girl named Esther who wasn't what she seemed. Esther. I know. I really don't want the prequel for this to come out. Same. I know she's gonna be in it, Orphan. I know she's gonna be right. in it, but I don't I ugh. I uh, I just I just yeah. What franchise has the most sequels? Puppet Master or Child's Play? Oh God, Puppet Master as Puppet Master as sequel. You're like, wait. <laughs> there were sequels oh to that. Oh my God, no. <laughs> um. Whatever your gut is telling you, go against it. And then Puppet Master. Yep. 
I'm right then. That's why okay. I was like, "What you're you're thinking child's play. Yeah, it's not. master. I'm like, the one I had no fucking clue is the one that's going to be more. I knew it. Um. Oh my god, this is a question? Ooh, I'm going to ask it. You're going to know it. But a cool. group of young people are guided through an abandoned radioactive area in Russia in which 2012 film? Chernobyl. Diaries. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I literally for a second just thought it was called Chernobyl. You're like Chernobyl. I'm like, you're like diaries. One <laughs> twenty eighteen film unravels cryptic and terrifying secrets about the Graham family. You cryptic know and this. Terrifying secrets. Wait, 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 wait. Start over. <clears throat> What 2018 film unravels cryptic and terrifying secrets about the Graham family? Graham? They don't say their last name very often, so it, you that'd be hard to know. But it's 2018, and it's a family secret. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna be mad. He also directed this. Terry. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was like, he also directed this. Show her my hand. Because <laughs> I literally, I'm like, I honestly didn't even know their last name. I didn't either. Until just now. I didn't either. Fuck that. Because I, how it's, often it's, do they it's say Charlie, that? It's Charlie. What's her name? Or not her, her name. What's his name? His name. Uh. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god, there's been too many, too many substances consumed tonight. For I can see him. I can see him. Though. I don't know his name. <laughs> That's fine. <coughs> his brother's that guy off the Nickelodeon show. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <clears throat> what is it? No, that's not what I want to do. Um, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is actually really fun. Okay, we'll do this one. What is Stephen... What Stephen King movie stars a teenager with a possessed 1958 Plymouth Fury? Christine! And <laughs> the 2012 movie ABCs of Death. How many stories are in the this. film? Oh. Think about it. 26. I was like, how many, like, how many letters are in the alphabet? And I'm like, oh, fuck, now I'm drunk. And I got to think of how many letters are in the fucking... I was about to go... I was literally going... There's either 26... Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y... 26. Either do that, or I was like, there's either 26 or 28. Say 27. And a half. No, say 26. Okay. What? Oh, this will be a. T I, I want to know if you know this one. What is the name of the Broken Lizards 2004 slasher film that they released after Super Troopers? This is one of my favorite movies. Oh my god! And I can give you a big hint if you want, but it's a big hint. Uh. What? What's the hint? Bill Paxton's in it. It's not Tropic Thunder, is it? No. Okay. Fuck. Tropic Thunder wasn't. I that was Ben Stiller. That was yeah. Ben Stiller. That that wasn't 
Club Dread. Or that was, or I just gave you the fuck answer. <laughs> the answer's Club Dread. <laughs> I meant to say Brooklyn. <laughs> you said the answer. <laughs> Whoa, oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was funny. <clears throat> I literally just <laughs> Club Dread. Is that right? Great. <laughs> oh, my God. Fired. That's I'm so, so funny. Fired. I'm so fired. What is the... This, I, I love literally this question. have tears. I'm, I'm fired. I love this question. Forever, what is the cursed object in Drag Me to Hell? <laughs> I love this question because I knew it. <clears throat> a button. Yep. <laughs> she fucking, oh, she fuck. fucking curses her with a button. I am. I'm so mixed on that movie. I love that movie. I see, and I. I think. I know someone that hates it. I think Crystal hates that movie. She um, does. And I think it's I, a masterpiece. Here I am. I'm one of these people. <laughs> I sit right in the middle. I have mixed feelings about that movie. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I loved the ending. Can't wait. Oh my god. I just think it's so cheesy. That's why I'm I glad love it. I'm it's glad so you cheesy. Did, I'm glad we didn't get a happy ending. I'm actually glad we right. didn't get a no, happy ending. We, I, we I didn't need a happy I'm ending. I'm glad when movies don't get happy endings, actually. Like Krampus. That was a very satisfying Hereditary ending. wasn't really happy per no. se. Um, okay, my next. Yes. Okay. Uh, Damien Thorne is the name of the possessed child in what 1976 movie? The Omen. Which actress plays a psychotherapist who enters the mind of a comatose serial killer in The Cell? Oh, Jennifer Lopez. That's a really great fucking That is too. a very underrated thing. And fucked up very fucked up did you know that i feel like the cell is a little bit like possessor in a way in a way yeah it's a little, a little bit, bit like it but <laughs> i could see that i could for sure see that um what 2005 film starring jennifer Connolly was based on a book Dark by Water. the author of the that movie made me cry at the end that movie's amazing but it's, very it's sad, sad it's sad it is, it is sad they're here. I love that line My though. It's so good. It really is. <clears throat> um, do you want to give me another one, or do you want to? You want me to go? No, you can go. What 2016 movie finds a group of thieves trapped inside a house? They are trying to rob and discover the owner. Don't is breathe. Not just a blind Elvis. Okay. Anyway. Don't blink. Just like that. Okay, no, no, no. you can't sing that song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will not now. <laughs> I will not now. No. What 2011... I'll be a blubbering mess, and that will not be good for anybody right now. What 2011 film was the first horror movie ever directed by Kevin Smith? motherfucking said red bull red state i was like you're close i know that's <laughs> red state which for the love of god 
Everybody and their mother watched that fucking movie. You just punched yourself I in the face. Totally, because I'm because I because it's that serious. She punched herself in the face. I hit my glasses. I'm okay. <laughs> um, it's so good. Red State is so fucking good. Michael Parks. It. It's so fucking good. I think That's I've only seen say. that once. Oh, I've seen it's it been it's been a minute. I've seen it twice. Um. Those are too easy. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm like, nah. That's, that's easy. Here's one, because I don't know if you've ever seen this. And I actually met an actor from the movie, and I fucking love this movie so much. What sci-fi horror film does a black hole unleash its evil upon the actors Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill? Uh, Dr. Uh, Rant. Uh, oh, my God. It's so terrible, but it's not. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Horizon. Event Horizon. Event Horizon, yes. <laughs> I got to meet one of the actors from that movie. That's awesome. I fucking love. I have like a, it's, I have a cult following love for that movie. I think Event Horizon's better than it's made out to be. I do. I really do. It's so fucked up. It's like the Hellraiser of space. It's like if they took Hellraiser and aliens and shoved them together, like you get Event Horizon. It is so fucked it's so up eventful. and it right there's so much going on and it's so fucked up and when sam neil lets the thing take him over at the end it's just it's good i think it's better than it gets credit for <laughs> jack noseworthy the actor do you remember the very first actor in the movie that gets sucked out into space and like his old body blows up like eyes bleed like just totally no i i that actor he's been in a bunch of other things, but I got to meet him uh, at a convention. He's an absolute sweetheart, and uh, he was in that. That's that pretty dope. Been, that has been one of my favorite films. It's it's a sci-fi gem that really does not get a lot of notice, and I, I a lot it, of sci-fi. I thought it was really, really, down. really well done. I personally did. I thought it was really fucked up. I thought it was really scary. Uh, very well acted. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think it came out, but I think I think Sam Neill was still kind of on the precipice of like the Jurassic Park craze and fan and fandom. And it Dr. Was Grant, around the same time. That's not a very good idea. Exactly. What iconic horror movie actor appeared in the opening sequence of Hatchet? Robert England. Yep. Because yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that. Oh, yes, I, he yeah, did. I know who that is. I met that guy. Um, some of these are really easy. So then there's like no in-betweens. Some okay, of them are like, holy easy. shit. Uh, what part, what body, what part of the body was the creature after in the movie Jeepers Creepers? Oh my god. Jeepers Creepers. Lips. Where'd you get those peepers? Oh, eyes. Terrible. I'm like, Lips. <laughs> oh my god someone do that even though do it do a horror film i want to say i commend behind the screams releasing a statement that they will not do an episode about jeepers creepers if you guys don't know the history yeah. behind the director fuck of jeepers that guy creepers, fuck that guy that is the whole reason why we have never done an episode of jeepers creepers i mean the movies are what they are i i enjoyed the movies myself but that is 
that does not in any way excuse what the director did. He's a sick fuck. And yes, his victim is still alive. And if you guys don't know, just Google it. It's public knowledge and it's disgusting. So I commend them. And we, yes. we definitely, before anybody asks, we will never be doing any movie reviews about Jeepers Creepers. Refuse. Nope. In the movie Maniac, what body part taken from victims did the murderer nail to mannequins? Scalp. Yeah. <laughs> the original and the remake are incredible. I personally, I love them. I just, I thought getting someone like Elijah Wood to play in that oh, role with, yeah. in the remake yep. was just brilliant. Me personally. What are the names? No. Um, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> it's like, no. what are the names? No. No. Um, what? <laughs> okay. I won't tell you the names then. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. This is this is going to be kind of easy, but oh well. What or franchise centers around groups of survivors who escape death and are killed one by one by freak accidents? Inhuman. Noises. My personal favorite was number two, Same. especially because AJ Cook's in it, and you know. Same. She has that weird name, but it's okay. She's so like, fucking hot. Uh, yes, Final Destination. Yes, ma'am. AJ Cook is a blessing. Yes, ma'am. Still the best one anyway, story-wise, too. I agree. In the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers, what activity are the survivors afraid of doing? Sleeping. Yes. Yes. I had to think of it, because it's in the remake, too. I was like, wait. <laughs> wait. Okay. Uh... Um, I don't know if you saw that movie. I'll ask you that question. I don't know if you saw it. Mm. Oh, God, that's way too easy. So, I know uh, some of the, it. Literally, one of the questions funny. were, "What franchise does Robert England play?" Like this, Freddy what Kruger. classic horror movie is set in Haddonfield, Illinois? Um, <laughs> hello, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> And you're clearly wearing a Jason sweater right now. <laughs> She's wearing a Freddy sweater. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, okay, that's funny. Oh, this is a cute one, even though it's easy. Which installment of Halloween did Jamie Lee Curtis and Janet Lee star in together? That was H2O, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know, Janet Lee from Psycho was Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Who was Marion Crane? Scream Queen, Scream Queen, yes. Squeen queen, squeen queen, squeen queen. Did you see the um, movie Veronica? No. Okay. Then you wouldn't know. Wait. That. Was that the one on Netflix that everyone said was the scariest film? That ever? was terrible. Yes. Okay, I did see it. Okay, what astrological event occurs during that movie that causes the character to invoke harmful spirits? Is it a planetary alignment? You're close. It was a solar eclipse. Oh, okay. Yeah. That movie was absolutely fucking terrible. It was not good. Fucking terrible. Everyone's like, you know what's funny is that Netflix will be like, this movie was so scary, everybody turned it off. And I'd be like, was it actually scary? Or was everyone just like, fuck this film, I'm done, and turned it off? <laughs> because I feel like it's that. Because I feel like that's what I wanted to yes. do. That movie was awful. I almost didn't make it. It wasn't good at all. No. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Is that shit? I'm sorry. I'm trying not to. Um, no. <laughs> no. Some of these are just so... 
Some of them are really easy. <laughs> I'm still throwing them. Um, all right, only because I was reading about this one the other day. Oh, because it's literally the, it's the 15th anniversary. The, the anniversary just happened because he just posted about it. So I'll, I'll read this one just for shits and giggles for that reason. Um, what 2005 Eli Roth film set in Slovakia features the sadistic tortures of the elite hunters? This is terrible. I don't. <laughs> no, they made three of them. <laughs> they torture people and they pay for it and the two Americans and the <laughs> nothing I actually didn't I mean I I, I love hate this movie I I don't know hostile oh I oh my god <laughs> oh my god in my defense I've only seen the first two <laughs> um the third one's not that bad not that bad also in my defense i haven't seen hostel in a hundred years and yeah that movie actually existed I'm no sorry. it's okay it's like it's they okay. just i just saw somebody post that they just celebrated the the anniversary oh when did it they was made yeah it's very very fucked up I'm like it's been 15 years this God, is for damn. you what Spanish found footage film centers on a reporter and her cameraman trapped in a building whose occupants show animalistic and murderous behavior? Wrecked. Wrecked! Which is way fucking better than quarantine. Fuck it that really shit. Is. Okay. <clears throat> Who is considered to be ho Hollywood's? I almost said. Pfft. Who is considered. I would have completely given away the fucking answer. <laughs> Club Dread! Club Dread, dumbass. Um, who was considered to be Hollywood's very first screen queen? Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep, that's it. I, I literally almost said who was considered to be Halloween's. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. The biggest dumbass <laughs> in the entire world. No. What movie could you find three individuals in the woods searching for a witch? Which project? Maybe. How the fuck did you know that? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, this is <laughs> really funny. Uh, in what movie did mispronouncing Klaatu Barata Niktu result in a deadite attack? Oh, I think I already, you already answered one of these. It'd be Evil Dead. <laughs> it was Army of Darkness, actually. Oh. Okay, I'll ask a different one. Uh, in the movie Devil, where were the five characters trapped in most? Elevator. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What 2017 Netflix film involves a boy who accidentally witnesses a cult ritual in his house and has to survive the night? Someone very hot is in this film. Oh, the babysitter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Someone very hot. The babysitter. <laughs> That is our identifier. Someone very hot. Babysitter. <laughs> Samara Weaving. <laughs> Harder version of Margot Robbie. Oh my god. <sighs> that was funny. I did not even mean to come off like that. But that's but... so funny. Someone hot. Is okay, babysitter? Now, this, 
This I actually just found out this past Christmas. I just found this fact out. So I want to know if you know it too. But last Christmas I gave you my heart. And the very next day you, you gave, gave it away. away. <laughs> um, Bob Clark directed both A Christmas Story. The one filmed in Cleveland that I hate that we both don't like. We, I hate it um, too. I know, um, but this one I do love. They can't. So he directed both A Christmas Story and this 1974 Christmas slasher movie. Black Christmas. Yes, he did. Yep. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Black Christmas. In what 2012 slasher film is a story about an annual ritual sacrifice to appease the ancient ones? Oh, Captain in the Woods. I better fucking get that. I better fucking get that right. That's one of my favorites. Man, when fucking Sigourney Weaver showed up, I was like, hello. <laughs> Love it. Um, what horror film? Oh, okay. Going back to Eli Roth. What was his directorial debut? Oh, what fuck me. Was his de- <laughs> I don't know what his directorial debut was. Big hint. You want it? Give it. Shaving legs. Cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be a huge fucking hit. <laughs> Cabin fever. My brain was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What 1958 creature feature starred Steve McQueen in his first role?" Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You're kind of on the same plane, but no. The Blob. Yes. I was like, they came out at the same time. Some um, movie about food. I was like, Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen. Um, in the 2006 film Silent Hill, what is the sound that signals the transformation of the town into a nightmarish dimension? Siren. Specifically an air raid siren. Yeah, I don't like those. No, no, no. They actually really yeah, bother me. No, I Really don't like Even when I play like, like Call of Duty and those oh. go off, I, it freaks me out. I don't like it. What 2013 film was inspired by the Amityville Horror Story and features paranormal investigators? Wait, what? What was it again? <laughs> what 2013 film was inspired by the Amity- Amityville Horror Story and features paranormal investigators? 2013? Yes, ma'am. Oh, honey, you're going to kick your ass. Your own ass. Is she kind of mean? Yeah. <laughs> an idiot. Was like, she said, Audrey. I was like, it's 2013. Yeah. I better fucking get this shit. I mean, in all reality, it's not actually inspired by the Amityville Horror. It's actually inspired by Annabelle and Bathsheba. But, like, you know, that it threw me off, but it's okay. I said 2013 <laughs> and I... You're like, what? What was the name of Buffalo Bill's dog in Silence of the Lambs? Mindy's gonna fucking kick me. I swear to God. This is her favorite movie. <laughs> it's mine too. I'm gonna go hide under the bed now. <laughs> I love this movie so much. I don't fucking remember. I don't know. I don't Precious. Remember. I have not watched that film in so I know. long. It's okay. You need to. It's so good. You know what's really funny is that was my grandma's dog's name. She named her Precious. Yep. I don't want to hurt your dog, mister! I'm sorry. 
What 2005 movie involves a group of friends who get trapped in a cave and encounter strange bloodthirsty creatures? The Descent. Yes. Because I, I don't know what else I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, did I get that right? Fuck. <laughs> okay. This 2000 film about two sisters named Ginger and Bridget who struggle with the idea that one of them is a werewolf. Ginger snaps! Also, I always like to bring up the fact that Tatiana Maslany is in the sequel. Yes. Yes, she is. This 2010 movie involved unwilling participants in a Nazi doctor's sadistic experiments. The human centipede. <laughs> yes. It's not as bad as the sequel, which I still The sequel is absolutely I, fucking I've never awful. seen I, it, and I won't. Don't. I, I own it, but I'll never watch it. Um, what 1971 film features a group of killer rats that are led by a man seeking revenge on those who have wronged him? They even made a remake. Killer rats? Yeah, they made a remake years later with, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's that Crispin Glover. Ooh, clearly I haven't seen this. Michael Jackson sang the theme song for the original. Willard? No, I have no idea what wow. that is. No idea what that is. So Willard is very sheltered, raised by his mother, essentially becomes best friends with this rat. So by becoming best friends with this rat, he discovers that he can manipulate other rats. And because he's been pushed around by like neighbors, his boss, several people in his life, he essentially starts using these rats to kill people and they made a remake oh my the, god they made a I remake did... in the early 2000s with crispin glover that no I wonder the was remake really was good. early 2000s i was a kid i wouldn't and uh but yeah the 1971 film was made more famous because a young michael jackson sang the huh. theme song well that sounds like a movie i need to investigate movie. so yeah pretty good just the two of us all right we'll do a few more here uh, some of these are just way too fucking easy. Mm, I know. Set in 1630s New England, what 2015 movie involves an English farmer and his family who relocates to a forest which lurks an unknown evil? The witch? Yes. <laughs> I be the witch, witch of the wood. <laughs> Those fucking kids. It's my dream. Those my fucking dream. kids piss me off so much. I swear they to piss God. Off everybody. Uh, who are Black the... Philip? Black Philip. Now this is a big one because this this is one I know. Who are the only two actors that have ever faced off against an alien, a Terminator, and a Predator? You would have had to have seen the first Terminator film. It has been. 84 years. Well, he's one of them's in that one. Uh, one of them's in. I do. One know, of them's in Titanic too. I I was gonna say I know Bill Paxton is yes. one of them because yes. he's in Predator and he's in uh, Alien. Alien. Um. Well, he's in Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. One of the aliens. Um. Holy shit! I don't know the other one. Who played the android? He was also in Pumpkinhead. 
Fuck me, I don't know. Lance Henriksen. Oh. Oh, I've met him. And you didn't know. <laughs> well, in my defense, I I'm didn't fired. meet him. Chris met him. And oh, I was when you were him. there. Yeah, okay, I you was fired. Kind of anyway, um, I'm okay. fired. <laughs> I knew Bill. Billy. You did know Bill. Billy. Actually, he was one of he was in one of the other ones. The 2001 film involves a religious fanatical father taking his two sons on a divine mission to kill demons. Oh. Frail. I have that movie. I think. I think. I, I do have too. It. So fucking I think good. I found it on a pawn shop whim. God, that movie is so fucking good. Um, what two? Whoa! In the two thousand nine, <laughs> in the two thousand nine film Paranormal Activity. This is so fucking easy. I didn't realize it until I read the question. What object do spirits use to communicate? Paranormal Activity. It literally happens one time. The Luigi board? 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 Wa-wag board. Nailed it. Okay, the quiche board. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but this is one of my favorite, favorite films of all times. Which Peter Jackson film stars Michael J. Fox as a ghost hunter? I don't know if you've ever seen this. I don't think I have. The Frighteners. No. Oh. I haven't. You say Michael J. Fox and I'm over here like, you, Back to the Future? This was before he, the the Parkinson's really <clears throat> said in this fucking movie is absolutely incredible. I I've heard of it. wait for you to see it. Yes. You would, you would absolutely fucking love it. <laughs> in the, this HBO TV series was based on the novels by Charlene... Harris featuring yes. a telepathic True Blood. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, it started off promising, but then I I can talk about it. Um Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'll ask that question. Who was born at six AM on the sixth day of the sixth month? I honestly just feel like it's Ozzy Osbourne, but <laughs> <laughs> it's Damien, isn't it? I was Damien? like I literally Damien Thorne. I literally feel like it's Ozzy Osbourne, like, but, um, Ozzy, but no. Speaking of Ozzy, what 1986 horror movie features Ozzy and Gene Simmons? Which what? Which 1986 horror movie features cameos by Ozzy and Gene Simmons? <clears throat> I honestly didn't know this either. Trick or treat. Oh, okay. Not trick or treat. Not trick that or one. treat. Different. Okay. <laughs> um, how long have we done? Holy we'll shit. do. Okay. Let's do two more each. Okay. 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 So I'm my turn. You, oh, you know the answer to All that. Right. What 2005 movie contains elements of both supernatural and a courtroom drama? Oh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yes, ma'am. God, I fucking love that yep, movie same. so much. <clears throat> Uh, after dying in the electric chair and making a deal with the devil, Horace Pinker continues his murderous ways in what film directed by Wes Craven in 1989? And I got to meet the actor that played him. Um, oh. Shocker. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I own the film. Come on. And you met the guy. Come on. Uh, do, 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 do. No. 
Oh, okay. Well, because this is mine and Kai's favorites. Um, the thing. I would do a different question. Um, you can't, you can't tell it, say it's your and Kai's because I already know it's the God thing. Damn it. Um. That's what uh, Joel used to do when he was a baby, <laughs> and he would want he would want to eat. He would go. I just all of a sudden thought about hard. that, and I'm like, what the? That make me laugh too hard. What substance was used to ink the pages of the Necronomicon? Uh, blood. Blood. Yes. Blood. Yes. All right, one more. Okay. It's got to be a good one. All right. Uh oh! Wow, I'm already back to the beginning, so I guess I have to. Um. Shit. Well, freaking fracking poopy. Fr okay. Subjects believe they are part of a study on insomnia and end up being terrorized by Hugh Crane's ghost in what 1999 film. Oh, uh... <sighs> the Haunting. Was that it? Yes. Yay! Yay! We didn't do that bad! We actually did it! I was terrible and I probably lost some horror points, but it's fine! <laughs> Club Dread! <laughs> Yay! Queen of the Dams! It's fine! That's a really good fucking movie. That was a good fucking the movie. The Frighteners, I, I, I took a long watch shot. That, yeah. I wasn't sure if you had seen I it. I have not. Surprisingly, a lot of horror fans out there are like, I've never seen this film. And I'm like, um, it has Michael J. Fox in it. Like, get yourself together. <laughs> get, 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 get it together. Get it together. Uh, well, that was really, actually, really fun. I enjoyed doing Hope that. Hope you guys enjoyed some of um, you probably knew the answers that we didn't and were screaming. I'm sure everyone like, was ah! like I Mindy's I, Mindy's gonna uh, did not know me anymore after <laughs> knowing the answer to that. Um okay. <laughs> all right, it happens to that's fine. So guys, that wraps up our one hundredth episode. We we're so grateful to everyone who has, you know, even started from us with us from the beginning. Everyone who's joined in afterwards, you guys are great. You guys have been so sweet, so kind. Love the uh, uh, constructive criticism. You guys continue to be amazing no matter what we do. And I just sincerely thank all of you for, for everything. Because you guys are part of the reason why we keep doing it. So we love you guys. So, <clears throat> so much. I'm sorry, I'm not getting emotional. I'm literally half flipped. Um, I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> All right, guys. So next week is going to be a listener's choice episode. Well, a listener's episode. Um, we are going to be doing a paranormal slash ghost story episode where we want you guys to send in your paranormal experiences that could be ghosts, uh, cryptids, demons, aliens, whatever you want to do, please send them to uh, our email address. It's a lot easier to keep track of all of them that way. Uh, DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. I will post things the next few days. Um, 
as far as well not right now but next week when this is posted um i will post for the next few days as far as um giving you guys plenty of time to get your stories in and reminding you to get your stories in um we'll we'll probably if we don't have enough to share from you guys we'll, we'll give a couple of our own experiences uh, but we really want you guys to be more interactive with us. And this is why we're doing, we would like to do this more often. So whatever ghost stories you have, you feel like sharing or you're comfortable sharing, please feel free to email them. Like I said, at dfwto8493 uh, at gmail.com. Yes, please do. I'm excited to hear some spoopies, some spoopy stories. I love all the spoopy stories. God, I could listen to someone talk about ghost stories all day i literally could all right guys so of course you know the socials we got facebook instagram and twitter all at uh don't fuck with the original facebook for some reason is d don't f with the original because i can't get it to go back so just make sure you type it in that way uh we also have of course itunes spotify and google Podcasts. please follow us subscribe leave a review yes it gets us out there a little bit more please do it doesn't and uh just even if you just want to hit however many stars just hit just hit the stars and go on about your life um but anyway like i said thank you for the support so happy to have hit 100 um episodes by now and uh, there will be some really good things coming this year. I, I feel it deep within my soul. Yeah, we're going to have a lot going on, guys. New interviews, new topics. and uh, We're really going to work on getting that merchandise out yeah. this year. That's that's definitely going to be a thing that's going to happen. Oh, shit. So, we were planning on doing it last year, but, you know, everything was like, Hey, fuck. Corona. <laughs> so, you know. Hi, Corona. It happened. Okay, guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.